Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. When the western United States was first opened to settlers, justice was primitive and unscrupulous men found it easy to use the courts to their own advantage. The masked rider of the plains fought these outlaws at every turn. It was he, more than any sheriff or judge, who protected the rights and property of the honest settlers. It was his courage and daring which brought peace and security to the frontier and made the winning of the West possible. Return with us now those thrilling days of yesteryear when adventure lay at the end of every trail. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! We're heading west to Pecos! Tunnel's waiting for us! Mustang Mag spread was one of the choicest ranches in the western part of Pecos County, protected from high winds by the surrounding hills and watered by many streams. As our story opens, Mag is sitting in her kitchen, supervising old Missouri as he cooks breakfast and... Come on now, you good-for-nothing stovey and old galoot. Get that coffee grinder going. Dad rabbit, Mag, that's woman's I work. I says get going. Here I am, one of the most dangerous hombres that ever crossed the Mississippi. A two-gun hard bit. Bad man. Grind that coffee or by thunderation I'll grind you. I don't know why I'm tunking to keep you around here anyhow. You can't wrangle cattle no more on account of your rheumatic. You can't do no branding because you ain't the strength to hold a calf. No, Mag, that's outright slanderous of you to say such things. You can't handle a six-gun because you're so blame nearsighted you'd shoot yourself in the back of the head. And you ain't the teeth to eat a beefsteak less than it's ground up into hash. 
What good are you? Now, look here, man. Oh, you... you can call me when you get the victuals ready. I'm going outside and get a breath of air. It's getting so I ain't no more standing around here than a shiny cook. Well, why don't you quit if you don't like it? Hmm, wonder who that redskin might be. He's riding a doggone fine-looking paint horse. Hey, you! Who's come? Ran up there. Where do you think you're heading? Me. I'll go. Hice your hands there. Ice your hands. Don't worry, Maggie. I'll protect you from that savage redskin. Put down that shooting iron, you blame old fool. <laughs> Him not shoot. <laughs> Don't you be so sure of that. I'm known as Missouri, and I'm dangerous to tamper with. I'm a keg of blasting powder just waiting for a fuse. I got the drop on you. Missouri. He looks right dangerous, Go back to your cooking. But I tell you that... Now then, engine, what do you want? You got water for a horse? Sure, plenty of it. What about victuals? I don't know where you could have eaten inside a six hours ride from here. Cafe in town don't serve redskins. You hungry? Uh, but that not matter. Scout need water. And you need food. Well, turn your horse loose and come on inside. Mustang Mag never let a man go hungry less than it is one of the Mert Morton outfits. Well, Tonto come get water first. Red man or white, I like to see a man that shows appreciation for fine horse flesh. Come inside when you're ready. Hey, you, Missouri. You all right, man? You all right? Set up an extra plate. We got company for breakfast. Oh. Ninja named Tonto. Dad, rat, and dog, gonna do, man. That's more than I can stand. Me, Missouri, cooking for a redskin. Shut up and do what you're told. Oh, man, you sure enough make it hard for a man to keep on caring for you. You... You could care for a Shoshon squaw if you could be sure of three meals a day. The engine's watering his horse and it'll be in soon. Maybe I can do some horse trading with him. I'd give him any two horses we got for that paint of his. The horse looked right fine. I'd give him two horses and throw in my foreman for that paint. Your foreman? Say, that's me. Uh-huh, I know. Come on in, engine. What? Take it easy, Mustang Meg. Mert Morton. Uh, what do you want here? Take it easy, Meg. If you're here to try and buy this ranch again, the answer's no. Same as it's been for the past year, ever since I inherited it from Sam Slocum. Trouble is, Meg, you only thought you inherited the place from Sam Slocum. He left a will, and this ranch is mine. You'd have done right well to sell it at my price while you had the chance, before I got to investigating things. Now you're going to have to get off the land and turn it over to me for nothing. Why, say, you Now, can't... calm down, Meg. I'll explain the whole thing to you. I thought for some time that Sam Slocum, who used to own this land, wanted me to have it when he was gone. Like funny wanted you to have it. Why, me and Sam were fixing to get married, and when he killed himself, he left it to me. That's where you're wrong, Meg. I ain't wrong. Before the law begun to close in on him, he made a will and left it right here in this house. He left the whole thing to me. Uh-huh. But he made a later will, Meg, and changed his mind. Uh, a later will? Just so. Come here, Scar, and tell about it. Well, there ain't much to tell. Morton here had a notion old Sam might have left a new will somewhere while he was hiding out in that hunter shack when the law was closing in to ask about some horse stealing. Why should he leave a new will? Why should he change his mind about this outfit? That's easy, Meg, because you wouldn't marry him. He figured that if you'd have married him, he wouldn't have had to be an outlaw. Well, he'd settle down here. Did he stole horses, got hunted and trapped, and shot himself. And blamed it on me. 
Well, if that ain't just like the doggone old coyote, all is fixing the blame on others. Fact is, though, Scar went to that shack where Sam shot himself and looked around there real careful. And then what? He found a few old letters that Sam had left in a hiding place. And also the new will. That will ain't worth the paper it's written on. It's his own handwriting, Meg. The sheriff and Judge Clay decided so. How could they? They still got the suicide note he left. They got some old letters and things. And the writing is all the same. What name, fella? Huh? Where'd you come from? Uh, me here. Come on, Tonto. I reckon I can still get to the vittles, I promise. What name, uh, fella? What fella? Fella, leave new paper. Or oh, Sam Slocum. What about it? Oh, Tonto, here. Maybe me come back soon. Hey, where are you going? What in tongue of is that redskin anyhow? Ain't he coming in now? Hey, Tonto, if you're hungry. Get him up, Scout. Well, I'll be hog-tied and throwed for an unbranded colt if that engine don't beat off. Things ain't changed none, Meg. Are you getting out of this place or not? If you want me out, you get a court order and get the sheriff and get a posse that's strong enough to throw me out. And me too. I don't give three hoots of a horn toad what you've got in the way of a will or what Sam Slocum intended or what Judge Clay says. There ain't but one single move me out of this valley and off of this ranch and that's gunpowder and hot lead. Suit yourself. Come on, boys, we'll go tell the sheriff he's got to come personal. Persuade this old fire eater to bamboo. And when you come back, you better come back ready to shoot. Tonto, riding hard, left the valley ranch and headed for the top of one of the surrounding hills. There he brought his paint horse to a stop. Oh, scout, oh, oh, fella, oh, oh. Dismounting, the Indian worked fast. He gathered huge stacks of dry brush and wood and heaped them in piles. He made three heaping mounds, then lighted them. When the fire was burning high, Tonto threw damp moss and green leaves on the flames. Three towering columns of smoke rose to the sky. And far away, a masked man saw the signal. Three columns, the signal for help. He watched for a moment, then rose quickly to his feet and called. Silver, here, boy. Tonto has signaled to us. He wants us. You understand, Silver? There's trouble somewhere near those distant hills. Steady there, boy. We'll have you cinched up in just a moment. Time to pack our things. We'll come back here later. The Lone Ranger and his great white stallion, Silver, prepared to ride again. The big horse seemed to know what was expected, and his nostrils quivered in eagerness to be off and away, carrying the masked man to new adventure. There you are, Silver. Now we'll see what Tonto wants. Lone Ranger broke through the woods where his camp had been, then into the clear where the full speed of silver could be used. Like a flash of white flame, the stallion raced across the country, then into the hills. Come on, silver! The broken ground made the footing insecure, but silver raced on until finally the Lone Ranger arrived at the hill where Tonto had lighted the fire. Oh, oh, my silver! Oh, boy! You, you come. What is it, Kimosabe? Plenty trouble in valley. Where? Morton, feller. Steel Ranch. Mert Morton? Ah, that land-grabbing schemer. He hasn't taken over old Mag's land, has he? Him try. How can he? Him do it. Him got paper, but paper no good. What do you mean, Tonto? Tonto, no. You know, maybe you go to Osage. Osage? What about Osage? Tonto there in jail. Him maybe help. Osage is a long way from here, Tonto. Uh, but you hear Tonto. Tell me what's on your mind. Lone Ranger listened to Tonto. Then the two made plans afterwards. They mounted and rode in different directions. That evening, Mert Morton and a couple of his men returned to Mustang Mag's home. Morton had a legal paper signed by Judge Clay and brought the sheriff with him to enforce it. Oh, 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 o
may have a peg of trouble with the old fire eater, Sheriff, but you got to enforce my legal rights. I'll enforce them all right, Morton, much as I hate to do it. You better we'll have a new lawman around this county. There ain't nothing too ornery for you to do, is there, Morton? What's that? You own all the land there is around here, but still you ain't satisfied. You got to put that old woman off her ranch here. All I want is what's mine by rights. Yep, I know. Hey, what are you doing here? Get off this ranch. This here is private property. Take it easy, Missouri. Where's Mag? Inside the house, I reckon. Oh, there she is. Hi there, Mag. Well, I reckon Morton is brought you, eh, Sheriff? Well, let's have it. Uh, Judge Clay has investigated the claims of Mr. Mert Morton and judged him to be the owner of this ranch, known as the Lazy J. It's ruled that you've been living here on land that ain't yours. But being as you didn't know it wasn't yours and no claim was made by Mr. Morton, you don't have to pay him rent for the land. Rent? Jumping catfish. Do you mean to say the skunk wanted to charge your rent for living here? Let me finish. You don't have to pay no rent, Mag, providing you vacate the place and turn it over to him. Well, I'm ready. Mr. Morton says you can have till sundown tomorrow to get your things back. Nope, I'm ready to move out right now. I got the things I want to take along with me all packed in the buckboard behind the house. The team's hitched up and waiting. The sooner you get, the better I'll be satisfied. But, Mag, ain't you going to take none of your furniture? Nope. Wouldn't have no place to put it if I did take it. By thunderation and grease lightning, what's come over you? What about you, Missouri? You staying? Me? Why, gosh, Mag, I, I, I'd better go along with you. Come along, then. Land sakes, you give up without an argument. See you later, Sheriff. All right, Mag. I ain't done yet, Missouri, and don't get the notion that I am. But, Mag, I don't serve While you was out in the range this afternoon, that engine come back and brought me this bullet. Take a look at it. It's silver. What about it? He fetched a message from a certain hombre and said to do what the sheriff ordered and wait for things to happen. Well, things have sure enough happened. Get aboard, Missouri. Uh, what's the silver bullet mean? Reckon we'll find out sooner or later. Uh. I'll handle the reins. Reckon them horses understand me better than you. Gosh, all fish hooks, Mag. Leaving here hurts me more than any rheumatics I ever knowed. Uh, leaving this old place, it's like leaving a part of my life behind me. Doggone it. It's a part of me. What can a woman like me do without a ranch to earn a living? Oh, maybe I could get a job on some other outfit. Maybe I could work for Morton and support you somehow, Mag. If we was married. Ah, what ails me? Getting to be a sentimental fool at my age. I never did like ranching anyhow. Come on, Missouri. I'll find something that'll keep us fed. Get up there. I'm glad to get away from that run-down old ranch. Meg, you're a doggone favorite. And you know it. The curtain falls on the first act of tonight's Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. On the day after Mag and Missouri had driven away from the Lazy J, the old man was holding forth in the cafe at Pecos. And... I tell you, gents, I can't figure out what's happened to Mustang Mag. I never in a million years would have suspicioned that she'd just pack up and get like that. Without no argument at all? Not a word of argument. And she didn't flash a six-gun? No sign of one. Fact is, she was all packed and waiting when the sheriff come with Judge Clay's order. Gosh, she must be downright sick or something. Mustang Mag was staying in town with a friend. I'll be on your hands long, Betsy Jane. As soon as I say there ain't no hope to get the place back, I'll shove on. But Aunt Meg, where can you go? What can you do? I can do all a man can do. If I have to, I can wrangle cattle with the best of them. If worst comes to worst, I'll open up a restaurant in town here. I'll find something. You're welcome to stay on here as long as you please, Aunt Meg. Oh, sakes alive. Ben was right tickled when he heard we had a chance to do a little favor for you. After all, you did for us. Thank you, child. Is, is there any hope of getting back the Lazy Jay? I don't know as to that. What are you going to do? Petition Judge Clay for hearing on Morton's rights to it. I got a right to see the will of Sam Slocan and other papers pertaining to the case, ain't I? I'm sure you have. Then I'll have a look at them. Why don't you go right over there now? The judge is in his law office. Nope. Why not? Tomorrow. Not today. Aunt Meg. Hmm? You've got some sort of secret scheme. What makes you say that? You have, haven't you? Can't like you let Mert Morton go right in there as you did. Why, everyone in town was surprised to hear that you'd give up without more of a fight. Even the sheriff looked for trouble. Well, maybe I have got a secret, Betsy Jane. Maybe so I have. I ain't saying. Oh, tell me what it is. I ain't saying no more than a half to Betsy Jane because it might not work out. But I'm counting a lot on a certain hombre that right now is a day's ride east of here. When the Lone Ranger arrived in Osage, he went to a little Spanish mission and asked for the Padre. The two met in the patio, and their hands met in a firm grip of friendship. It has been long, amigo, since last you came here. I've been a long way from here, Padre. The stories of what you do, they come back to me. I hear much. Have you heard about things in Pecos? No. There's trouble there, Padre. Trouble that brought me to you. To me? But how can I be of help? You probably knew a man named Juan Cordova. If you search for him, amigo, it is too late. He died six months ago. Yes, I know. He was hanged for murder, wasn't he? That is right. I hoped you might have been with him at the end. I am glad to say he spent his last night on this earth in my company. He... he made his peace? Yes, and went to his death courageously. He was a bad man, amigo, very bad. But at the end, one could not help feel sorry for him. Padre, there were a lot of other crimes in Cordova's life besides the one he paid for by hanging. See, si. I came to speak about one of his earlier crimes. Amigo, there is much I would do for you. But what Cordova told me at the end, that cannot be told. You said Cordova made his peace. That is right. You think somewhere he's still living, don't you? See, si. You think he'd want to right another wrong he did? How can he? He's an old woman has been driven from her home because of one of Cordova's crimes. A greedy land grabber named Morton has taken her ranch, stolen it from her. Padre, I want you to help her get that land back. Will you tell me more about this, amigo? I'll tell you everything.
The next day, Mustang Mag and Betsy Jane went to the courthouse where Judge Clay was awaiting them. The news of the hearing had been spread throughout the town by old Missouri, and the small courtroom was crowded. Quiet down, please. Quiet down. I don't know what you're all doing here. This ain't no trial. Just meet between Mustang and uh, Maggie and me. I'll tell you in advance, there won't be no excitement. There won't be a blame thing worth watching or waiting for. I'm just going to show Sam Slocum's will to this woman as she requested. And uh, she has a right to see. And I aim to see it, too. You keep still. I'm Mustang Mag's top hand, and I got my right to... Missouri, if you don't shut up, we'll have the sheriff throw you out. Let's get this over with. Where is that hunk of paper? Right here. Now, now... Hold on there, Judge. Oh, you! What are you doing here, you ugly-faced baboon? You got the lazy jay. Why don't you stay there? I heard what was going on here. I want to see if there ain't no dirty work done. Sit down. Sure, I'll sit down. Move over, you. Hey, Dad, rat your hide. I was here first. Make room for him, Missouri. Oh, do I? Oh, it should slip one over on me, eh? Well, there ain't much goes on here that I don't hear about one way or another. <laughs> Meg, I reckon you'll just about hit the ceiling when you learn who told me to come here. Who done it? The critter you're counting on to help you. Who? That redskin. Tonto. The same. <laughs> Look at her face, boys. Ain't that something to see? <laughs> if that engine has double-crossed me, if he ain't told me right... I says all along that we should have shot it out with him, and doggone it, it ain't too late right now. Put away that gun. If you want trouble... Put down, both of this you. This is a court of law. I'll handle this, Judge Clay. You set yourself down there, Missouri, or I'll fetch your clout alongside your head that'll fold you up there on the floor. Well, Greg, I didn't mean no trouble. Quiet. I want to get things straight here. Did you say, Morton, that Tonto told you to come here? He sure did. And I'm warning you that I won't stand for any change from the decision the judge handed down yesterday. Let's hear about that will. If I can have order in the place, I'll go well, on. I'll get going. I'll see that you got order. Yes, that's right. Good time, Missouri. Yes, <clears throat> Now then, the ranch known as the Lazy Jay was owned in the first place by Sam Slocum. Just so, and he made out a will. I'll get to that. He made a will, leaving it to you. And when he left ahead of the law that wanted yeah. him... Yeah. The law was getting close, and Sam wasn't going to be strung up, so he shot himself. The note he left explained everything. Then uh, Mr. Martin remembered a while back that Slocum promised to leave the lazy jay to him. So he went to the hunter's cabin and started to search. And I found the new will. You found the new will, and you brought it to me, and I agreed it was legal. And dated after the one that Maggie had. How about witnesses? Meg, when a man's about ready to die like Sam Slocum was, and he makes out a will like he done his own handwriting, he don't need witnesses. It'll stand in any court in the country. That's the law. Because I, I looked it up. I want to see that suicide letter. Well, I thought you might. I have it right here. I, I <coughs> got, to, got to admit, Meg, that uh, I'm as sorry as can be. I speak now, not as the judge. Being sorry don't help none. I admit Morton Morgan has more land right now than he deserves, and I admit you're going to be up against it bad by losing your land. I'll get along all right. But hang it all, I can't believe this. You don't have no choice, Meg. I thought for sure there was something underhanded, especially... Uh, especially what, Maggie? Well, I sort of counted on that masked man. Who? The masked man, the man that sent the silver bullet. Silver bullet? What are you talking about? I didn't clear off my ranch as calm as I did because you sent a court order by the sheriff. I cleared off because the masked man sent word for me to do so. I counted on him. Wait a minute. Just who are you talking about? If it hadn't have been for him, me and Missouri would have put up a right stiff fight. We'd have shot it out with as many men as you sent. 
We'd have fought for every last inch of the Lazy J land and burned the house down before we'd let that scheming polecat have Now you're talking, man. You're darn right I'm talking. I still say Mort can't have it. We'll fight. Sit down. Be quiet. You've got to obey the law. The law be hanged. There's a law in this country that means more than your scheming crooked laws that make men like you richer and folks like me dead broke. There's a law. Gun law. Put him under arrest. Stand back, that rat I'm holding guns on you. Me too. Keep back away from us. What's the right, Missouri? We're heading back for the Lazy J, and we're showing that it'll take a fight to take my house and my life. Meg, put down that gun. Please, Ed, Meg, this won't get you nothing but trouble. I trusted that masked man, or we'd have had it out with gun smoke before now. Well, now I ain't trusting nobody. Morton or the sheriff or you, Judge Clay. There's crooked work, and I know it. But I can't prove nothing. There's nothing crooked at all. That's fun, there ain't. Meg, put down those guns. It's him, the masked man. You too, Missouri. Put down those guns. Who are you? Seems we've just arrived in time. Come, Padre. Let's speak to Judge Clay. Maybe I entrusted the wrong man after all. Meg, who is he? Judge Clay. Now, hold on, mister. In the first place, no man wearing a mask can have his say in my court. The Padre from the Mission of those sages, not mask. The Padre. Si, senor. You know you can trust me. Yes, yes, of course, Padre. Then you will first please listen to my friend. I'm glad to see Tyler brought you here, Morton. Have your say and get. This is a blame fool waste of time. Before we're finished, Morton, you may be glad to waste some time. Judge, you have a will made by Sam Slocum, haven't you? Yes, I have. Did you compare that with the earlier will? Why? To see if the handwriting was the same. It couldn't be. I made out the first will myself. What about the signature? We have a sample of Slocum's writing in his last letter. May I see that? Mask man, I... I Senor, I... perhaps you will let me see it? Huh? Oh, yes, yeah, sure, Padre. Here. You can see for yourself the writing's the same in both of them. I still can't... Shut up. Yes, let the Padre study them two papers. Well, Padre, are you satisfied? The writing... Is identical. Guess what I said. That's why I ruled that Morton got the range. Judge Clay, the fact that the handwriting is identical is proof that Morton wrote that will himself. That's a lie. Help! Quiet here. Quiet, quiet. You can't prove any such things as that. What do you mean by that statement? Judge Clay, the truth is that Sam Slocum did not shoot himself. I won't stand Morton and Slocum were enemies. When Morton found where Sam was hiding, he went there with a half-breed and killed him. And he wrote the suicide note for the posse to find when they finally located Sam. That called for proof. Listen to what the Padre will tell you. What my friend has said is the truth. I attended a condemned man before he was hanged. It was one named Cordova. Cordova? He freed his soul of all his sins. He told about the murder of Senor Slocum. You have the Padre's word that Morton wrote that suicide note and signed Sam's name to it. That writing is the same. Morton wrote the will that he bases his claim to the Lazy J on. You won't get mad where you are. Drop that gun or I'll shoot. Back it, stranger. Take his gun. I got it. I got the gun. Take over, Sheriff. I want you, Morton. By thunder, you're facing a murder trial now. Wait, stranger. Stop that masked man. He's going out the door. It is no use, senor. He is already gone. Who is he, Padre? He is called... The Lone Ranger. Oh, the Lone Ranger. Ranger. And he fixed you, Merritt Morton. I ain't licked yet. You just wait. Now I got an account to square. Ah, you better figure a way to stay out of jail before you use what brain you got trying to get square. Take the horn toad away, Sheriff. Come on, Morton. And one thing more. They tell me the jail is running wild with rats. I hope, Morton, that you feel right to home. <laughs>
There's more trouble at the Lazy J. Hi-o, Silver! Hooray! The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>